Welcome back, my friends. Shepherd of Fat Man live from Le Cordon Green. And I mentioned before we went out to the break, the shameless capitalistic commercial break that we must take. It is about the temperatures down here. We in Atlanta, Georgia, have just gone through days of 40s, 30s, and 20s. We actually had two days where it didn't get out of 30s. So while I came from the north, I came to the south so I wouldn't have to live through this. This is our first day of of so few where it's 50 degrees. And we are luxuriating in it. So all my friends up in Chicago where it's minus four. (laughs) That's why I moved. But anyway, I digress. When we last left, Swati, she was um, she was finishing up her marination of the butter. See, I, I learned this thing, marination. I picked yes, up on you. Yeah, I you are. To you you are a good learner. Thank you. Uh, not quick, but good. But um, now, you said it's a two-step process. Continue the process, oh great one. So now we are going to start sauce for butter chicken. So here I am adding some oil in my pan. What is your favorite oil? I love peanut oil, but yeah. sometimes people are allergic to it, yeah. so I have switched on to canola oil. Have you ever tried grapeseed? No, not in my cooking. Oh, really? You wouldn't use it? No. In Indian cooking, we use mostly vegetable oil, canola oil, okay. mustard oil, or peanut oil is very okay. popular. I haven't tried mustard oil. That sounds good. Mustard oil, to. yes, we are Does going to. Not has a definite Ooh, mustardy, mustardy smell. To it. Yeah. Huh. Ergo, like mustard Dijon oil. And, a bottle, yeah. and you wonder why I'm not the chef. <laughs> <laughs> so but I anyway. have added my oil in the pan, and I'm going to add some butter. I add the oil because I don't want my butter to burn. That's why I'm adding oil. So you don't need it. much oil? No, just a tablespoon. Mm-hmm. And now I am adding like two tablespoons of butter. Now, you're using butter. We were talking about ghee earlier, and as always, I learned something new, and that's what makes this show so special. I thought ghee was ghee. You know, it comes from cows. But you said, well, different recipes in India for ghee. And I said, recipes? Explain about ghee. Ghee, we use it for cooking, and it's, uh, we use buffalo milk, cow milk, so there is different variation. And even in cow milk, some people use low fat, some people use high fat. So it depends. Some families, they make their own yogurt. And in India, we don't have the tendency of keeping the milk in the refrigerator all day long. Mm -hmm. We boil every two hours in every house, they boil the milk. And at the end of the day, there's a thick cream layer like a bread, Mm -hmm. bread size thick layer comes on top of your milk. So we are not going to eat that but we will use it for making ghee. So we make, we add some culture in it and convert into yogurt, but with thick cream layer on it. And next day we put it in the blender and churn it. So it becomes butter. And that's how you saturate, pasture it and boil it and make your own ghee. I'll tell you what, Swati, you are full of it. When it comes to great information, and making us smarter. That is something, my friends, you don't get that on any other cooking show. You get this kind of in-depth, personal touch. Now, I see her cutting up chilies. Now, I found that the Indian cuisine that I ate, unless I tell them to tone it down, 
they will, I mean, it's high pressure, high, high, high chili. And you have really brought Indian cuisine to the, to the normal palate. Explain a little bit about chilies in your culture. Oh, we have variety of chilies from scotch bonnet to oh. cashmere chili pepper, which are milder. Scotch bonnet is the ho hottest one, which we find in southern India. So if you notice sometimes chefs, they say it's five to four chili palette, or four, five to three, or five to two. It means how hot the food is, because every family is not a spicy food eater. They add sometimes mild, sometimes they go really hot, hot. It depends on the region. Like basically the region I am from, Rajasthan, people eat spicy hot food because it's very dry and desert area. So they need um, to keep their blood thin. So chili, it, it works as a blood thinner in your body. Wow. Okay. So when you eat spicy food, it works as a, like you need a lot of water to drink because yeah. if, <laughs> if you are in the desert area, yeah. like you need to hydrate yourself. So chilies, they keep your blood level thin. That's why they eat spicy food in Rajasthan. Man, I'll tell you, this has been one of the most informative shows already. Now, you're making your sauce. Explain all the ingredients of your sauce. Okay, so my butter is ready and melted. I have added a little bit of mace powder in it and cardamom. And now I'm adding garlic paste in it. Do you smell the flavors? Mm-hmm. And this is the gravy, right? This is not the... Yes, it is a gravy. Okay. Because I'm looking at the recipe, and you've got the, um, a marinade, and then you've also got the gravy. Gravy. So the two parts. So two right parts. now we're working on the gravy, right? Right. And folks, for gravy. those of you listening, Kevin's wafting the smell towards everybody in the audience, which is working wonderfully. Um, but for those of you that want to try this for yourself, um, we have the recipes up on the Chef and the Fat Man website, um, which is a, a great thing that we've added, and it's full of useful information and all of her great tips and tricks. And now I'm adding my ginger, Julian ginger, because it's Indian food is like, there are triple G's in Indian food. Ginger, garlic, and green chili. Oh, I like that. Three, three G's. G's. So it's a three G. Yeah. So now I I'm adding some. You finally figured out a way for me to look up to you, Swati. <laughs> you <have> a, <laughs> She's you have on a footstool. Step. Footstool, yes. <laughs> so now my Green chilies are roasting in the butter. Can you smell it? Oh, my God. I wish you could be here, my friends. I hope next time the you come back, because we amazing. definitely want you to come back. Next time you come back, people ought to come and witness this. It, it's, it's amazing, and the smells. And, and that's the thing that makes Indian, Indian food so amazing, is you can walk into an Indian restaurant, and as soon as you hit the door, it's just like, oh, you're home. And home is a critical part of the culture, of the food, and of the people that cook it. Absolutely. It's a comfort area where you want to have your food. You get tired of restaurants. You get tired of um, eating out. But home food is a comfort food where you can never say no to home-cooked meal. Mm -hmm. And you know what's amazing is probably the family has be is still today all across the country, all across the world, we're seeing families splitting apart. We're seeing families 
uh, disintegrating. But the Indian culture has steadfast, steadfastly stayed with their with their family, and that definitely affects the culture is in the cuisine because it's a regimented process to cook, especially if you have a big family. Absolutely right. I grew up where three generations were living in one house. So I grew up with my mother and grandmother cooking in the kitchen. I was eight years old when I started helping them in the kitchen and started cooking. So eventually I was learning about the food and the texture and in Indian cuisine, we believe in, in India, we believe in five different senses, like your taste, smell, you, you feel it, you touch it. So when you prepare food, when you rub the spices on your meat, you feel the texture of it. And then when you saute your onions and garlic, you feel the aroma and, you know, it, it creates in your head like, oh, it smells good. And your taste buds, your yep. mouth starts, mm, I want to try it. So your all senses and when you eat it, it gives you satisfaction. Yes, I am eating good food. And you know what's amazing? If you go into a, a classic kitchen, you'll see the sous chef, you'll see the line cooks, the executive chef. That's very much the way it is in the family kitchen. Absolutely. The grandmother is the executive chef. <laughs> that, that's she right. She's the Amanda. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> She's the Amanda. <laughs> but, but, but that's very true. In fact, I have a dear friend, Peter Shaw and Rinku Shaw, and Rinku talks about it all the time because we love talking about cooking. And she goes, well, she's living, her mother-in-law and father-in-law live with them. She told me, she said, oh, I'm, I'm a good cook, but oh, my mother-in-law, <laughs> when we're in the kitchen, mother-in-law rules. And that, so when you told me that, it made sense. She will make a dish, but unless the mother-in-law puts her stamp of approval on it, it doesn't get passed out. You are absolutely right. She is very true. And she told me when I fixed a couple of dishes for them, she came in and she tried it. And I was like, oh, man, I hope mother-in-law likes it. So she tries it and her face lights up. And she's like, and she didn't speak English, so she's translating. And she said, the food, the taste was amazing, but it just didn't have the kick. Every member of the family told me the same thing in separate ways. Oh, the food, you got the flavor, but mm, no kick. So, and they came from, you mentioned it. Uh, Gujarat. Yeah, I think that's the, 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 the state and region they come from. And he just eats everything hot. You can't put enough, even the little kids, hot, hot, hot. Yes, because since childhood, they developed the flavors and the palate is developed for the spicy food. When I got married to my husband, he's half Danish, half American. Mm -hmm. So it was a challenge, like how can I make an interesting food for yeah, him? Yeah, because the Danes are known for a lot of things, but good spicy food, not so much. Absolutely. And my mother-in-law is also, she cannot handle spicy. Wow. She likes the flavors of the spices, but she cannot take, take the, heat. the heat. So in my cuisine, I have created food which suits to Western palate. You can avoid chilies and still Indian food will taste delicious. And there's a misconception about Indian food that there are a lot of chilies and you have to add all the time curries. But with basic 
few ingredients and without using the hot chili, you can make food really interesting. Well, you certainly have. So you've got your ingredients. Now you put tomato sauce in yes, there? Yes, I'm putting tomato sauce in my gravy and it's cooking now. And once it starts boiling, I will add my cream in it. Oh, wow. How can you make butter chicken without cream? Huh, of course. <laughs> I don't know. No fat, no fun, right? Yes. Yeah. Why are you looking at me when you I'm say not, that? Oh, no, no. You were looking right at me gotcha. when you said that. Ah. Well, I think this is time for me to crawl off and cry. But anyway, <laughs> show the sensitive time, the, se the sensitive side of uh, Chef and a Fat Man. When we come back, Swati uh, is going to continue her journey. The butter chicken sauce is cooking as we speak. Food is being served as we speak. The biggest mistake you've made in your life for 2018 is you aren't here. Because mm -hmm. I'm telling you, my friends, we are here at Le Cordon Green, the Big Green Culinary Center. You, if it's too late, because by the time you hear the show, he will not be here. But Ed Fisher is here. Artie, the whole entourage of greatness, father-in-law, mother-in-law, father, family. It's all about food. It's all about family. It's all about the Big Green Egg, baby. Because the Big Green Egg is the, the ultimate, ultimate cooking, cooking experience. experience. What can I say? We'll be right back. Thank you.